0: Hey, everyone. Welcome to Locked on Lakers for Wednesday. Brian Kamenetsky, Andy Kamenetsky. It's Anthony Davis Extension Week. How you feeling about it? That's next. You are locked on Lakers. Your daily Los Angeles Lakers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Thanks. To everyone, for making Lockdown Lakers first listen of every day, Monday through Friday. No matter how or where you get your podcast, it's always going to be free. Never behind a paywall in Lockdown Lakers on YouTube, uh, where we just cracked the 20,000 subscriber mark, uh, filled with Lakers fans, people uh, getting ready for this season, which everybody's really excited about. We appreciate all the support that you guys have given the channel. Please continue to leave us questions and comments. Um, especially guests. We got some guests lined up. Uh, I was on vacation, Andy, last week. You're going to be on vacation next week. So we'll bring some more people on the show. Got a couple people that uh, I'm lining up, but have uh, room for a couple more suggestions. Um, <clears throat> I want to talk a little bit more about Cam Reddish, um, both sort of metaphorically and literally, uh, based on the podcast that you did on Monday, which, again, if people haven't seen, go back and watch Monday's show. It is a great scouting report on reddish that opens up all kinds of questions about the Lakers roster this year so we're gonna get to that <laughs> in a second. Um, but uh, let's start with the, the score of the news of the week. Um, we I think we talked about this a little earlier in the summertime. The Lakers can obviously give Anthony Davis an extension before training camp starts. Uh, that can happen as early as this week. All the reports, Andy, indicate that that's what they're going to do. Uh, They're going to offer the extension to him. It's about three years, 167, 170 ish million more. Oh, come on. They're not just burning money.
1: No, it's not Uh, that you're burning money. It's he's so rich, rich he's lighting his cigarette with a $100 bill. Like, we've, we've, been
0: use, we've been using this gift for, like, two years. You don't oh, get it I know, right now? But, I, but I'm just saying, like, when I'm talking about that, a casual person might look at it and say, oh, they, they're burning money. Um, but anyway, so it's about $170 million uh, that they can add on to AD's contract. Um, first things first, is this the right way to do it? Um, should the Lakers, Andy, just, you know, get all this out of the way and no questions asked, offer and uh, extend that max extension to AD? Unless uh, they
1: are looking to do some type of rebuild, reset, which is completely out of the Lakers' entire uh, ethos and how they go about doing their business, generally speaking. But unless they were looking to do some type of rebuild, if they're looking to be a competitive team trying to be in contention year in, year out, you are far better off having Anthony Davis on your roster than not even if ultimately you feel like you might need to trade Anthony Davis for somebody different for whatever reason, he will keep you competitive because when he is healthy at his best, he can be anywhere from top 10 to top five in the league at his worst. He's typically no worse than like a top 20 in the league. So again, unless you want to go in a hard pivot direction to me, it's pretty obvious you keep Anthony Davis and try to lock this thing up. No, Also know all the knowables, know the money, you know, you can, you can work with your future books with information that is helpful.
0: It's interesting too. It's like so much of this conversation for me now gets, you know, is, is shaded by the, the impact of the new CBA. we're sort of seeing it a little bit with Damian Lillard, who is both, you know, obviously being limited by, I will only want to play in Miami, which, makes teams less enthusiastic about acquiring. They're not allowed to do that anymore, the league. I know, down I know. There. They but sent a memo. He doesn't he, – he he only – but he play hard for everybody, even Charlotte or <laughs> Orlando. If he won't but, play hard for Charlotte, I don't blame him. Yeah, no, he's not. He shouldn't. Uh, no. But, <laughs> you know, it's – and so, like, all of that stuff aside, like, he, people, I think, are also kind of looking at that going – you know, because Dame Dame's only been in the, the league, you know, only eleven years. I think he's going into his twelfth year. This is this eleventh year or something like that. He's a, no, he was an older rookie, so you know, you're looking at paying Lillard sixty million dollars at the end of his, you know, at the end of this contract that he's on. And I just feel like we're in an era now where those giant numbers for players who get into their thirties with any kind of injury history at all get um, dicey. Uh, they make people nervous. And so, you know, I agree with you. The Lakers don't have much of a choice here. It's it's Anthony Davis. He is one of those guys. If you do not have one of those guys or two of those guys, it's hard to win a lot of games. Um, when you have them, you have to keep them. But that doesn't necessarily mean, like, you're excited about it. Like, if the Lakers had an extension to offer Nikola Jokic right now, I think Lakers fans not only would be like, well, obviously you send the thing out and you get them to sign it, but they'd be stoked. It's like, let's do this. We got our, you know, a 27 year old star, 26 year old star going you know, Giannis when he signed that first extension, whatever it is, like you are like, let's fire it up. We feel good about this. How do you feel about an Anthony Davis, $167 million extension? (laughs) Here's the funny thing about this because
1: you are correct. There are reasons to feel a little bit nervous, a little bit apprehensive about this just because Anthony Davis has a history of thankfully not severe injuries. Like you, we're not talking about somebody at a Kawhi, you know, Kawhi Leonard level of injury history, you know, frequent surgeries, that sort of thing. But Anthony Davis misses time. And he's been missing time in his prime, so you have to figure He will be missing time once those prime years pass as well. This is priced into what you do with Anthony Davis. To be fair to AD, though, beyond the fact that, again, when he's on the court, I think last season especially, after maybe a little bit of a slow start, once he was on the court, Anthony Davis was really good. The truth is, how many players, even superstars, do you feel really that confident about extending?
0: Like, in all honesty, like you mentioned Jokic, you know, saying. There aren't that many. Right. Because you can't can't get into that level unless you've been in the league for six, seven, eight, nine years. You know, it's hard. Well, and also, too, even
1: some of the younger guys, like Zion, (laughs) you don't feel confident about him. He's a young guy. Ja Morant, one of my favorite players in the league when he's not doing really dumb bleep. You don't feel confident about Ja. You know what I mean? Like, Jamal Murray is coming off. An incredible playoff run where he has just cemented himself as I don't care if he ever makes an all star team, that dude is a playoff killer. But the truth is, Jamal Murray has injury concerns. You know what I mean? Like, there aren't that many guys that you really feel great about giving long term bags of money to. Like, Jalen Brown is, I think, at worst, like, at worst, a top 25 player in the league. He's been an all-star. He was just coming off an all-NBA second team. At worst, I think he was like all NBA third team, but you don't feel great about his contract now. And his flaws start feeling magnified.
0: Right. That's a that's the thing. And he's it's, really it's like good. good. It's the Rui Hachimura <laughs> effect. It's one thing to be a flawed player at you know, twelve million dollars or nine million dollars or six million dollars. It's another one to be at 17 million dollars in the case of Jalen Brown, whatever it is, like 50 at the end of that deal. Oh, no, no, no. no like 70. At Se- the end oh, of the 70, right. It starts uh, at like 70. 50. And look, the cap is going to go up and all of these other things. And like the, the math changes. But, yeah. Lamelo like, I mean, well, Ball just got a big extension. The guy's never available. Never plays. Never plays. And that gets to... Let, let's, let's talk about this next because that gets to the, the point that you made before is the critical one about Davis and what separates AD from some of these other guys and like this idea of this question of who do you feel good giving that kind of money to cuz it it used to be not that big of a deal because you know it's it's a luxury tax question if you're owned by the warriors fine it's not my money whatever now it's a competitive question because there are things you can't do if you are over these these thresholds um, it restricts your ability to build a roster. Like the Celtics aren't going to be able to do anything for the next like four or five years. Um, so let's 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 get to the crux of it. We'll do that next. Locked on Lakers is brought to you
1: by Ibotta. If you're picking up some burgers and dogs for a summer barbecue, why not get some cash back for it with Ibotta? It is summer's uh, schools coming up. You're going to need some back to school stuff for the kids. But you can watch your cash grow in the same way your wardrobe grows with Ibotta. Got a summer vacation. Brian just had his. Mine's coming up. But you're dreading buying all those necessities before taking off. Make that hard-earned money work for you. Get some stuff in return with Ibotta. You're already spending the money, so why not get some cash back for your troubles with Ibotta? Either link your loyalty account or upload the receipt after you shop, and you get your cash back. It's really that easy. The average Ibotta user earns 120 bucks per year in real Cashback, real cashback, not points that nobody ever uses. And you can earn cash back on hundreds of online brands and retailers, including Lowe's, Macy's, Sephora, Best Buy, and more. And right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners five bucks for just trying Ibotta using the code Locked when you register. Just go to the App Store, Google Play Store, download the free Ibotta app and use the code Locked. That's I B-O-T-T-A
0: in the Google Play or App Store and use that code locked. The issue here is like everybody is a risk, except for like Nikola Jokic and I guess Giannis. Like that's about as well, Giannis as though is, is yeah. actually he coming off hurt. a recent injury. But like I mean, everybody gets hurt at some point in this game. I mean, we we were joking yesterday, or not joking? We were talking about like LeBron, for example, and like where he falls in the statue threshold, like in in terms of like. And retired numbers, is he more of a wilt with the Lakers or is he more of a magic? He's obviously much closer in terms of his Lakers pedigree to a wilt. Wilt, like with the Lakers, had one season where I guess he was hurt or something and he didn't play much. The other seasons, he, you know, four seasons, he played 81 or 82 games. That doesn't happen anymore. Um, You're right. All these guys, but the, the big question is is the guy you are signing to that deal? a player who can be dominant, not really good, but a superstar dominant caliber player. The problem with Bradley Beal is both that he takes up a lot of space in your cap. He gets, uh, he gets hurt a lot and he's just not that guy. He's close, but like you're going to need, if Bradley Beal is your second best player, third best player, you're going to need, I don't know, Booker and Durant around him like now you're talking about, but you're also now really limited at the least. There is no argument that when Anthony Davis is available, healthy and locked in, he offers things that are as good as anybody in the NBA. I think that is fair to say. Yeah. I mean, when Anthony Davis is healthy and like you said, at
1: the top of his game, he is he is one of the best two-way players in the game. He's one of the most unique players in the game. He is regularly playing defensive player of the year caliber defense in ways that few other players in the league can even replicate much less do the stuff that he does on offense. Like and and when it comes to AD's offense, you know, we've we've mentioned many times, there that's the side of the ball where it sometimes doesn't feel like AD is really putting his stamp on the game where it doesn't feel like he was he was truly there even if the counting stats are there. I think often sometimes like the games where AD really feels like he was there, you sometimes see it more in the rebound count than the scoring column, but for all of the scrutiny that AD goes through that and as I acknowledged, you and I are sometimes two of the people doing the scrutinizing. The reality is, he averaged 26 and a half points a game in the regular season. I think about 23 in the playoffs. And so much of that scrutiny, I think, is really specific to because he's teamed with LeBron. And at this stage of LeBron's career, it's really important that other people are offering that much more, or that Anthony Davis specifically truly feels like that dude because LeBron's entering season 21 turning 39 during the season and has his playoff minutes alone are the equivalent of like six seasons. So like a lot of it with AD really is very specific to LeBron, which actually, if you want to feel glass half full about this, when LeBron eventually does retire, something that eventually ever happens, if you presumably pair up Anthony Davis with a guy who's his age, or maybe even a little bit younger, a superstar who scores, all of a sudden, AD's scoring—that's going to feel unfair,
0: as opposed to not quite enough.
1: Well, depending I, on I who, think, right. depending I on think, who the person is.
0: Yeah, I think what's going to happen is by the, you know figuring another couple seasons is you start to pair AD with somebody like AD was supposed to be is supposed to be for LeBron, right? Where you know the guy who is going to help your older superstar get through it. Um, But I mean, I I agree with you that the context of LeBron is part of what frames the question around Anthony Davis and why the frustration is there, the offense and this and that and whatever. But I, I think it's also because when he is on his performances are so eye popping and they look so much different than some other guys like there are a lot of guys who can suddenly get on a roll and start hitting shots and other but it is it's the two-way thing it's the you know the the turnaround jumper on one end you go down and and, you know close out block on the other end and like you know just these things that are just freakish for somebody of his size and so when he does show that it's so eye-popping and so different then you get frustrated you're like well why didn't it look like that all the time and so I think those two things combine, but you're right the baseline production here is is really good he's he's being measured against a top level that and and like the perception of just how good he is in a way that Jalen Brown isn't because nobody thinks Jalen Brown's top end is. What Anthony Davis is, Jalen. I, I mean, I'm, I'm not deep into this, but my perception of it is as a person watching the Celtics semi-casually in the summer from 3,000 miles away, is that the, the people wonder if he's good enough for that money? Absolutely, right? Is you know, oh, well, wait, I don't even think most people are wondering. Most people, no, they're think saying it's it not. <laughs> exactly, they're saying it out loud, and they're saying it out loud. Is you know, he can't go left. He can't do other. Like all of a sudden, those flaws become a big problem it's like you say 70 million dollars whereas anthony davis is good enough but he's good enough every day it's like is he we're talking about why can't you be the fourth best player in the league every time you go out to play i'd rather have that problem with a guy who i'm not sure can stay on the floor as much as i want than the problem of the the player who I have to give the money to. And I ultimately I understand what the Celtics were doing. I think it was a
1: no-brainer for the Celtics to do it. I, I,
0: I I'd rather have the Lakers problem than the problem of I got a guy who's taking up 65 million dollars in a new CBA that's extremely restrictive and all this, that I don't know if he's quite elite enough yet to. Be the dominant player in a series, lead us to a title, whatever it might be. Um, I'd rather have the problem with Denver Nuggets where it's like, Hey, look, I got both, you know, I got I got everything I need, and it's but like there's two of those guys in the NBA, <laughs> one. I mean, you can't the Lakers generally can have anything they want, they can't have everything they want always all the time. I mean, I come mean, on, look, even when they
1: had Kobe and Shaq, which was arguably the two best players in the league at the time, if not two of the top three, depending on, I guess, where you'd put Tim Duncan. But I mean, you could argue at times, Kobe and Shaq were the two best players in the league. And there were still a hell of a lot of problems that came with that. So even the Lakers, who are always blessed with all the nice things, like you got to go back to maybe like Showtime, where it felt like once once like Riley was in, where it really felt like there were no problems. And you know what? Maybe there were a lot more problems than you and I remember. We were a lot younger than we weren't living in LA. No. Like it's, it is typically complicated for all mm-hmm. this stuff. Um, yeah. You, you I, said it, though. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, go ahead. Really quick is you, you raised an interesting point. When we were talking about this before the show began. Just like the idea of if you're a fan, are you excited mm-hmm. about an Anthony Davis extension as opposed to, as a fan recognizing, yeah, it's what the Lakers should do. And it's certainly not a bad idea, but like excitement over it. Like the way Laker fans were excited every time Kobe signed an extension. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like other than maybe the one after the Achilles tear, but even then Kobe
0: earned it. Kobe earned that money. Um, All right. Let's, let's talk about that next. Yeah, I mean, are you stoked though? I mean, like you go into this, like I I, I I'm, I'm genuinely I'm genuinely curious how like because I, I feel like Lakers fans have this real conflicted love hate push pull relationship with with A D. It reminds me much more of the relationship the Lakers had with POW. Lakers fans you know, have with Pow. Yeah, Lakers fans, thank you. Where they all where they ultimately love Powell. And you know, it's you know, everybody's excited. Powell's Jersey retirement's gonna come up, and the 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 Hall of Fame thing is later this month, isn't it? It's in yes. August thing. You know, that's that's all awesome stuff. But at the in the moment, at the time, there was a lot of push-pull and love-hate and all that. That's the vibe I get from Anthony Davis, you know, around Anthony Davis from Lakers fans. I don't know if that's the same thing you see. No, I do. And and some of this is Presentation
1: and body language with Anthony Davis. Like he does not often come out like a. He doesn't often project the vibe or often enough because he does sometimes, but not often enough of a killer. Like we were talking before about guys that you feel good about extending. Anthony da- uh, Anthony Edwards got an extension this off season. That's a dude you feel great about because a he's really good and he's getting better, but b. He puts out the vibe of the dude that wants to go out there and destroy everyone and that he is confident at being the alpha male of a team. Put that bleep on me. Can he always meet that moment? No, he's still learning. He needs, frankly, I think better structure around him. But Anthony Edwards puts out that vibe where I think you feel excitement at that prospect of him being extended. And look, you know, I mean, Powell got extensions, I believe, with the Lakers, if memory serves, and you were excited about that, but that's also because you knew you had a championship setup, and you mm-hmm. just wanted to keep the thing rolling. If Anthony Davis is the version of himself more often than not moving forward that we saw, like, in the playoffs, if nothing else, people will have some excitement after the
0: fact because that dude's a monster. That dude is a freaking monster. I this All this stuff is is just so fascinating to me because you know, the LeBron context extends to Anthony Davis because LeBron who was not of the franchise brought, you know, was responsible for bringing Anthony Davis. like the whole, there's, there is a, I don't know, mercenary modern NBA feel to this whole core that was different than the, than the Shaq Kobe years, because while Shaq was an import, Kobe wasn't um you know they had Derek Fisher the supporting guys kind of felt you know I I know like Rick Fox you know that was a a big switch you know with the Celtics and all that kind of stuff but like you know that core felt kind of of this city because it had a guy who started here and Mm -hmm. obviously you go back to the you know the Showtime teams and that was you know full of dudes who you know were made here and, and and all of that and it, the homegrown guy with this crew is Austin Reeves, right? Who's been here for two years. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, it, I, we, I don't know. We live just we just live in a different world. Like the Lakers won't really have opportunities if things go well to do anything and build teams like they did back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, the league is different expectations are different um you know the last chance they had at that that i hope they have at that for a while was the era where you know the 10-year gap between you know playoff appearances where they had all those draft picks and they made the concerted uh, effort and the decision to trade most of those guys in an effort to get superstars and it worked because they got a title um, And, you know, if they had held on to all those young players or most of those young players, would that team be good enough? You know, a uh, Brandon Ingram, Julius Randle, Kyle Kuzma, Lonzo. Um, you know, they wouldn't have all of them because you wouldn't be able sure. to keep all of them, pay all of them, and Lonzo probably would have, you know, physically not been able I to know. do it. But, like, is that team good enough to win a title? Probably not. You no, know, I
1: No, mean? but, but what's funny, though, is – It probably, it doesn't feel like enough to win a championship. You know, certainly you'd need all those guys to stay healthier than they often been. But similar to those mid-90s Lakers teams that a lot of fans have real fondness, you know, like the Eddie Jones, Nick Van Axel, Eldon Campbell, like that era, that never won a title and sometimes could be frustrating. But like, Laker fans still bear resentment towards the franchise for trading Eddie Jones. Like, they loved Eddie Jones. They still do, and there is a love that you have for your guys that even when the success isn't as high, it can't be matched because it can't be replicated. Like, it, you're,
0: yeah, it's funny. Like, and, Lakers, I, and you and, know, I
1: get that way. You know, I you know,
0: totally, totally, totally. And you are one of those guys, I think. But you know, I, you're also not as for a you know diehard Laker fan. You're also not quite as count the rings, all that matters is championships, and oh. you know, all that kind of stuff, as as many Lakers fans are. That's true. But what, what this kind of reminds me of is, you know, we talk all the time about how spoiled Lakers fans are, and it is 100% true. And they're spoiled in the best way possible. And the arrogance and the trash talk is like the best possible way to go about doing this and it's the most fun and it's well-earned and it's all of that and it's everything you want as a fan but one of the things that i think is underrated is the lakers have been a lakers fans have not only been able to have the cake they've really been able to eat it too because not only have you had this long stretch of you know you go back to the thing jerry west and uh you know elgin baylor and like those are guys who started here like, you know, Gale, like
1: okay gail Goodrich for example is Somebody he's, you know, he's a Hall of Famer, he's had his jersey retired by the Lakers. But, like, in Laker lore, even among the greats, like Gail Goodrich is probably like I don't know, 10th best Laker of all time. Like, most other franchises, I, well, I don't think he's I think he's lower, something like give or yeah, take. I, I, right, cat. you're right. Most other franchises, like Gail Goodrich is their Michael Jordan. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, like, honestly, most Laker fans, I think, unless they've really
0: been rooting for this team a long time. Like they probably don't know jack bleep about Gail Goodrich. <laughs> there's I, the other than the Celtics. There's not another team Which in the NBA that would But like, but like, they wouldn't have Michael Cooper's jersey retired for right. like that. He is the the consummate local team retirement in any sport. Like you reach the Michael Cooper level, you get your jersey retired. You're Derek Fisher. You you have reached that threshold in any local team, baseball, football, basketball, hockey, and and you get that right. Lakers, you don't even get a sniff at that because nobody's letting Derek Fisher into the Hall of Fame. But like, but like the the luxury and the coolness factor of not like this is the first sort of era with a title that I can think of that really doesn't have that homegrown aspect to it. I mean, I guess Coos was here for the one. Kuz Caruso was one of theirs, right? But like, but like the, that way, they weren't the core. Uh, they well, weren't like the Lakers fans have always been able to win titles with a team that felt, in one way or another, like it belonged to you at the same time, mm-hmm. and that is unheard of, basically, <laughs> in sports. Other than, I guess, you know, like the Celtics or something like that, teams that have won. Through different eras before the game changed the way it has. And I think that's the one thing about title winning now that probably will never be the same for Lakers fans. So you got to kind of pick one or the other a little bit more, maybe than you used to have to. Sure. And look,
1: that 2020 team, you and I covered them. We were around them all the time before you know the pandemic stopped everything. They were a really, really easy team to root for. They were very likable top to bottom in that locker room. They were great to be around. They were cool with everybody. They genuinely loved playing with each other. It felt a lot like this past team post-trade deadline. Post-trade
0: and the, trade team dev- they bring, the team they're bringing back yes. this year Explos- with the additions of, of Vincent, of Torian Prince, of what you hear about you know some of these guys that they brought in. And actually, the, 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 the vibe on this team should be uh, 180 degrees from what it was at this point last year um all right we didn't get to we still have i still have some more stuff i wanted this turned into an interesting kind of different conversation that spun in a direction uh that i don't think we were planning so that's always fun um lock on liquor's on you we'll get into some of this reddish stuff we've got a few other things line up and g- lining up guests and all that coming up the rest of the week lock on liquor's on youtube is where you can go to see the show hang out and uh leave questions for us comments with each other uh at cam brothers I uh, definitely do want those suggestions of guests that you want us to line up through the rest of the summer. We want to get as many good ones as we possibly can for everyone. Uh, and we'll see everybody on Thursday.